Hi, everyone. You're listening to Passports, Cameras, and Maps. Oh, my. I'm your host, Janine Romo, a.k.a. The Wild Explorer. This is episode two, and it's all about how to get the cheapest airfare. I often get questions about cheap airfare, and some of those questions are, how do I get the cheapest airfare? What sites do I use to find cheap flights? Do I know of any deals going on with um, flights to wherever someone's going? So I want to walk you through some of my tips on how to find the cheapest airfare. Um, Some things to consider when you are conducting a search for airfare is that it takes time and patience. Um, In order to find the cheapest airfare, you want to give yourself some time. Another thing you need is flexibility, and this is flexibility with dates and location, or either or. Um, And some tools that I use for getting the cheapest airfare are websites such as Skyscanner, Google Flights, Kayak.com, and my computer. I always check these sites on my computer because it's just easier for me to see which dates to kind of like play around with the tools that are on the websites if I do it for my computer. It messes me up when I'm on my phone. I can't really switch around a lot of things. So I work better on my computer. That may not be the case for you, but it's what works for me. So I have four different scenarios that I want to talk to you guys about. And hopefully these... Based on these scenarios, you'll be able to find the cheapest flights. So scenario number one, this is the worst scenario. And I'm just going to start with the worst because we'll, you know, do the bad first. It gets better. Um, so, yeah, if you're in this scenario, that sucks, but it, it's all right. It's all right. It gets better. So if you need to be in a certain location by a certain date, you don't have flexibility, The cheapest flight is going to be whatever comes up on that date that's cheapest. Uh, So, for example, if you are visiting family for the holidays. So, if I need to go to Leon, Guanajuato to go visit my Tia Gabi during the holidays, I'm stuck. I need to be there at a certain time. I need to be at a certain place. I'm just going to pray that I could get a decent deal. Not even a good deal, because I know I'm not going to get a good deal. It's a holidays. Everyone's flying during the holidays. So what I would do is I would go on to Skyscanner, punch in all that info, go with whatever's cheapest, if the flights all make sense. Perfect. Um, Then I would double check across other websites. So I would also double check on Kayak just to make sure, like, nothing's missed. Um, Also check on Google Flights. And then whatever, whatever is popping up as the cheapest, if it's like the airlines Aeromexico, I'm going to go to Aeromexico's website. I'm going to go to whatever airline website and double check those, um, those dates there. It's not always cheaper to go to the website, but I like to double check. Sometimes the actual website, like the actual airline is offering some sort of promo that I could you know, punch in and I get an extra whatever percent off or something like that. Um, So it's always worth a shot. So go with whatever's cheaper, but make sure you're double checking on all those other websites uh, to make sure you are indeed getting the cheapest flight. 
So scenario number two, it gets better. So scenario number two is you are either flexible with the location or you're flexible with the date. You're not flexible with both. But um, the first example is you have a set location, but you're flexible on dates. So say you have your bucket list for 2018 and you really want to go to Hawaii. You really want to go to Oahu and you want to hike the Napoli coast and you are flexible on the dates. It doesn't matter. Anytime in 2018. So this is an awesome situation. All you're going to do is go to one of those websites. So let, let's say Skyscanner. You're going to punch in your home airport. You're going to punch in um, Oahu. And then you're going to go with cheapest month. Um, cheapest month is usually on, it, it is on Skyscanner. And then I forget what it's actually called on Kayak. But you're going to go with whatever the cheapest month is and then just scan through and see what are the actual cheapest um, dates you could fly out on. So one thing to keep in mind here is that you kind of want to keep an eye on weather. Somewhere like Hawaii, it's pretty good all year round, um, especially in Oahu. It, it's pretty good all year round. But if you're going to go somewhere where they actually have seasons, uh, you might want to check that out. Uh, if you're trying to avoid winter, if you're not a big fan of the cold, you're not going to want to fly, you know, the northern hemisphere during, you know, November through February. You're going to want to avoid those times. But um yeah, I would just say check the weather and make sure you're good there. And then the second example for the second scenario is if you have a certain time frame, but you're flexible on location. So say you have a set two weeks off in May and you're open to going just about anywhere. So what I would do is I would just like search based on my bucket list of places that I want to go. So this is probably the easiest situation you could be in. Um, you want to go to whatever website, enter your home and airport, uh, click on nearby airport locations. This is going to, you know, give you a little bit more flexibility. Um, and then for destination, type in anywhere. This is going to pull up all the locations um, from cheapest to most expensive. Uh, then you're going to put in the dates. And if you're flexible, even by a couple dates, you could um, just browse the whole month. And then you're going to go through that list. You're going to click search, and then you're going to go through that list of countries. Uh, again, the countries are going to be from cheapest to most expensive. So I'd go through all the countries and just go with whatever's most appealing. Uh, if Germany pops up as number four and that's somewhere you've always wanted to go, click on Germany. And... See, based on, you know, the cities, see, see whatever the cheapest city is. It may be Munich. It may be Berlin. You know, check them out. Check out whichever city's most appealing to you. Um, say it's, you know, somewhere random like Cologne, Germany, and you're like, I really don't want to go there. Just keep going down that list. See if Spain pops up. Maybe you want to go to Barcelona. See if Thailand pops up. Maybe you want to go to Chiang Mai. Just go down that list and have some fun. That's like the best situation that you could be in. Um, or not the best. 
just probably the easiest. Um, also remember to check the weather again. Weather is a big thing. Um, check if a visa is needed. Uh, hey, maybe you want to go to Russia. Uh, for U.S. citizens, you need a visa. And Russia could kind of be a pain to get to. Uh, their visa process isn't um, super easy. So take that into consideration, especially if it's, if the, you know, time that you're flying out is like within a month or something like that, you want to give yourself enough time to get a visa. Um, and then make sure that it fits within your budget. Uh, the location may be cheap to fly into, but it could be a really expensive location. So Western Europe, Central and Northern Europe are typically more expensive than, say, Central America, South America, or Southeast Asia. This isn't always the case, but just generally. Um, so take that into consideration. If you have a certain budget that you're fitting into, um, maybe you want to fly to Nicaragua instead of Norway. And now for scenario three. This is the best scenario that you could be on. Be in. Be on. <laughs> this is the best scenario for you. Um, if you're flexible on dates and location. So this is how my Euro trip happened um, this past summer. So for me, I, I was totally flexible on dates. Maybe not totally. I wanted to go within the summer. I was okay with flying out on maybe as early as May and then as late as like late August or September even. Um, but I really wanted to be there during the summer. And I didn't care where in Europe I was flying into. It really could have been anywhere. Um, so, so what I did was I just kept checking online and seeing what was cheapest. I would go on to Skyscanner. I would click on flexible and then I would go down that list and as soon as I saw whatever European city or country pop up first, I would then click on there and, you know, see which airport I would be flying into, how much. And I did that until it worked for me. I started searching probably actually more than a year out. I wanted to go last summer and tickets just never got that like cheap enough for me to jump on it. Um, I wanted to be gone for at least two months, so that was something else that I had to take into consideration. Uh, summertime in Europe is generally a bit more expensive, but this year I was able to score a deal, so I actually ended up flying into Copenhagen, and um, Copenhagen has a relatively large airport, so uh, flights are usually cheap within within there, but it is an expensive city, so I didn't stay there that long. The idea was is that I was just going to hop around Europe, just go from city to city. I um, would then, then book my flight to another city that I wanted to go to because once I'm there, flights to or flights within Europe are cheaper. So that's pretty much what I did. I, I got my round-trip airfare out of the States and into Europe. And then from there, I just kind of figured, okay, let's see what else is 
Jeep. Let's uh, let's see what else is happening. So I ended up going to Ireland next and doing a road trip there. Um, that was cheap because it was on Ryanair. And for those of you who don't know, Ryanair is the bomb.com. They're a horrible airline. Um, can I say that? Is that rude? Um, they, they, they are a horrible airline. They'll nickel and dime you for everything. But if you could travel light, they're amazing. Travel light, be within the baggage restrictions, um, and you're set. You're set. You could fly for as little as like a few pounds. Like it's super cheap. So for like around, I think their flights start around like say, I don't know, 10 US dollars on up. The most expensive flight, well, actually the most expensive flight I paid for was probably like $110. But besides that, that was only because I booked it probably two weeks in advance and I was going to Croatia and Croatia is a happening spot in the summer. Um, but other than that, I think my most expensive flight was probably $40. So pretty cheap. It was cheaper than like, I think most of my trains are like, most of my like longer distance trains. So anyways, I was flexible on my location. Yes, I wanted to be within a certain continent, but I was pretty flexible on my location. And I was totally flexible on dates. Um, I, you know, obviously it was summer, but it was kind of like half the year that I was open to. Um, so that's, that's really like the ideal situation. You could have a lot of fun with that situation. Um, and just, again, just have the patience. I was searching for a long time. And then once I saw something that made sense to me, I jumped on it. I went ahead and booked it. And um, really, that's, that's what you got to do. And I have a bonus scenario. So this is scenario number four. So say you do have a set location, but you're flexible with stopovers. If you hear noise in the background, that's uh, Martha eating a bunch of nerds because she's a nerd and wants to get diabetes and... This is all sugar. Um, yes, that'd be awesome. I, I mean, nerds doesn't give you diabetes. I take that back. We love, it. We love nerds. Um, I'm probably going to make a dental appointment soon. <laughs> mm, so, stopovers. What was I saying? So, if you have a set location, so... I'll take, this is just an, probably another story. Well, kind of. So when we went to Peru, our main thing to do in Peru was go to Machu Picchu. And Machu Picchu, the gateway city into Machu Picchu is Cusco. Uh, it's pretty expensive to get flights from Los Angeles to Cusco. Uh, we looked it up and I want to say they were like at least twelve, thirteen hundred dollars $1,300 or something like that. Uh, so what we did was we ended up getting flights into Lima. Lima is a major city. It's a big city in South America. It's a big airport. So flights are going to be cheaper going into there. So what we did was we booked our Lima flights and then we were, we chilled in Lima for like a couple days. Um, we got round trip flights in and out of Lima. We chilled there a couple days before Cusco, a couple days after, and we got to see Lima. We got to enjoy another city that we probably wouldn't have even, you know, really considered. We didn't really 
think much about Lima. And I'm so glad we did because we had some bomb ceviche there. So much good seafood. I, oh my God. No, I'm, yeah, I'm totally hungry now. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm really hungry now. Um, yeah. So that just worked out better for us. So instead of spending $1,300, we ended up spending like, I don't know if it was like, think like six, $700 maybe total, like $600 on round trip flights to Lima. And then our round trip flight in and out of Cusco was like another like hundred or something dollars. And that was all booked separately. So we did Copa Airlines in and out of Lima. And then I think it was Peruvian Airlines was the, the smaller flight. Star? What was it? Or Lawn? L-A-N? Yeah. I don't Oh. Okay. Well, we can't remember exactly, but it was, it was just, it was relatively cheaper. Um, and we did get to enjoy another city. So that was really cool. So if you have a couple days to spare, consider like flying into a bigger airport and then, um, you know, spending a couple days there and then flying into your, you know, final destination. Um, usually those within a continent, like it's pretty cheap to fly within Europe and within Asia, um, South America, it, it's still pretty cheap. Central America, it's not so cheap, but, um, getting into like a major city and then from there getting either a shorter flight or even a bus or something like that into your, your final destination. So just to wrap up, these are some tips to consider. Uh, be as flexible as you can. As flexible as possible is going to be the best for you <laughs> to get those cheap flights. Um, start your search soon, as soon as you can. Um, but take into consideration that booking too far in advance could hurt you. Prices can drop later on. But again, don't wait until like last, last minute um, because prices will go up. Um, they'll absolutely go up if you're booking like a week before or something like that, especially during the holidays. You don't want to wait too long during the holidays. If you know you're going to be flying out during the holidays, book that like uh, months in advance. Yeah, at least six months. It's, it's the holidays. Like everybody's trying to get somewhere. So let's be real people and book ahead during the holidays. Um, know about how much flights are generally between cities. This, this really helps me. Um, I live in Los Angeles, so it's, I've kind of got a good gauge for, you know, LA to Europe, LA to Southeast Asia, um, LA to, you know, major cities within, um, Central America and South America. So I have a pretty good idea. So uh, when I see a flight deal, I impulsively like to jump on it. Um, doesn't always happen because sometimes I'm responsible, but most of the time I, I, I'm not, and I just buy stuff because YOLO. Um, know your major airports. Know which airports are going to be cheaper to fly in and out of, um, whether that be, you know, the domestic ones here in the States or abroad, wherever you're planning on going. Um, those major airports are typically cheaper to fly into. It's a lot cheaper to fly into Rome instead of, I don't know, some other, like Venice, for example, within Italy. So, um, 
if Venice is like somewhere you want to go, you're going to want to probably fly into Rome because that's going to be significantly cheaper and then taking um, an alternative um, method of transport to Venice. Um, so yeah, that is, that's it for episode number two. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to Passports, Cameras, and Maps. Oh my. Um, if you want more tips or to see photos from my recent travels, you can follow me at, at lawildexplorer.com or at lawildexplorer on Instagram, Twitter, and lawildexplorer.com. And we also have a page on our website. So if you go to lawildexplorer.com, just click on podcast and you could get some info from, from our podcast show. Um, and if you guys have any questions, email us, email us at info.lawildexplorer at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, thank you again, everyone, for listening to the show. And if you love our show so far, I know this is only episode two, but if you love us, please consider leaving us a five-star rating um, on the podcast store. We appreciate your awesome reviews and special thanks to my producer and best friend, Martha. You could say something, girl. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Bye.